Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> you advised the president about the possibility of new testing requirements for people coming into this country does that include everybody the answer is yes because you know that the new uh, uh, the new uh, regulation if you want to call it that is that anybody and everybody who's coming into the country needs to get a test within 24 hours of getting on the plane to come here. Well, what about people who don't take a plane and just these border crossers coming in in huge numbers? You know, that's a different issue. For example, when you talk, we still have Title 42 with regard to protection at the border. So there are protections at the border that you don't have the capability, as you know, of somebody getting on a plane, getting checked, looking at a passport. We don't have that there, but we can get some degree of mitigation. And here it is. As I told you on the last episode, the Omicron is here. Three different states, California, Minnesota, and Colorado. Big surprise. Reason I played that cut for you is just to show you how neglectful the Biden administration is. Yes, they're willing to test people that get on planes or as they get off the plane, but you're not testing anybody that's coming across that southern border. All you're doing is putting them on airplanes or buses, and you're shipping them all over the country. In essence, you're shipping COVID all over the country. Oh, man, this administration's just dumb. Well, Biden came out today and gave a whole new list of things that he is going to do to fight this virus. He's recommending boosters for all adults, not just 65 and older or immunocompromised. Anybody who is 18 and older, he wants you to go out and get a booster. Uh, Vaccinations to protect our kids. He's going to make a really hard push. He wants to force vaccinate your children five and up. The administration's going after it. That's part of their winter surge plan that he just released. So be prepared to fight tooth and nail if you have kids and you do not want them to have this vaccine. Be prepared that either A, you're going to have to homeschool or B, you're going to have to fight like cats and dogs to make sure that they do not take it. He's also asking for stronger public health protocols during travel. I have a clip from Ducey. That'll tell you what Joe had in mind when you get back from traveling. But it sounds like on Thursday, according to the Washington Post, and uh, we've, we're, uh, we have made contact with some White House folks, they're going to announce some of the strictest COVID regulations yet on American citizens, including, according to the Washington Post, requiring all Americans who return from abroad to quarantine in their house for up to seven days. If that is something that they're going to propose in this speech on Thursday, there are a lot of questions. How do you enforce that? Do you send somebody to the door of somebody that just came back from overseas, regardless of vaccination status or testing status, to make sure that they are home? And also, does that apply to everybody coming into the country, not just folks who come and document it uh, at an airport, but also the undocumented? Now, as of right now, They're not requiring it, but it is in talks 
of whether or not to force you to stay at home once you come back from overseas. I'm sure that if you're a believer in COVID, you probably think that's a great thing. And you probably think that it's totally okay that they would have either, I don't know, police officers, National Guard, military. I don't know how they're going to do it or how they would do it. Um, make sure that you're at home. Are they going to call you every 15 minutes? Are you going to have to send them your location? I mean, you know, how much down the Nazi path are we going to go here? But I'm sure that if you're liberal, you think that's okay. Whereas me, myself, I'm more of an advocate for freedom. And yeah, that doesn't sit too well with me. I think stuff like that is completely dumb, irrational, irresponsible, and it's definitely tyrannical. He also plans on protecting workers and workplaces. He wants them to follow federal guidelines. He's given them the wink wink for forced vaccination. He wants all companies to require you to be vaccinated to keep your job. Ultimately, that's where it's going. Yes, right now, we're fighting it out in court with the OSHA ruling of 100 employees or more. It's unconstitutional. I think ultimately we win that. We'll see. But he he really, his main goal is to have all companies have to follow suit and make sure that everybody's vaccinated. So he's going to still push this vaccine on you. There is no doubt about that. Uh, he also said that he is continuing his commitment to make sure the entire globe gets vaccinated. <laughs> I just, uh, I don't really understand. I don't understand a lot of times why America, why we have to be the ones to do everything. Other countries have funding. They can, you know, create their own vaccines. They can purchase their own vaccines. Shouldn't they be responsible to... Uh, implement laws or restrictions or recommendations of vaccination to their people without us intervening somehow, without us saying, ah, you know, being big brother and you're going to do it our way. I I don't understand why we're always involved. I don't understand why Joe wants to vaccinate the entire world. But then again, when you're a tyrant, those are the things you do. I have another clip. I know Ducey, I'm on fire with Ducey today, but Ducey's been kind of he's he's been kind of going after everybody uh he had a question for Jen Saki that I think is really relevant to everything that's going on uh over the course of the past year since this idiot got in the White House here's that question a lot of talk about the first Trump Biden debate today but at the second one in 2020 when roughly 220,000 Americans had already died of COVID Joe Biden said about Trump, anyone who is responsible for that many deaths should not remain as president of the United States of America. Is that still the standard now that more Americans have died under President Biden than President Trump? I think the fundamental question here is what are you doing to save lives and protect people? And the former president was suggesting people inject bleach. He apparently reportedly didn't even share with people he was going to interact with that he had tested positive for COVID himself. He continued to provide a forum for misinformation, which probably led to people not getting, uh, not taking steps forward to get to protect themselves, to wear a mask, to eventually get vaccinated. This president has made the vaccine widely available. He's relied on the health, uh, the advice of his health and medical experts, and he is trying to be a part of solving this crisis, getting the pandemic under control. And I think there's a pretty stark difference between their approaches. Go- I love when reporters 
and journalists really catch these people off guard because she was not prepared for that question at all. So the first thing she did is the blame game and uh, telling people to eject themselves with bleach and uh, sending out the wrong message about masks and Joe Biden's doing all this. Everything that Joe Biden is doing is a direct result of President Trump. President Trump's the one that pushed to get the vaccine done in the time frame that he got it done in. President Trump made the vaccine widely available. He was ready to distribute it all over the United States. He was asking for as many doses as he can get. He wasn't stopping anybody from taking it. As a matter of fact, under his administration, if he were still president, I'm sure he would have pushed the monoclonal treatment quicker. I'm sure he would have letting you or tried to let you take any other treatments that seem like they work or have some type of benefit, unlike the Biden administration, which doesn't want you to have any therapeutics at all. But it was great to see that Ducey really caught her off guard. Now, since Joe Biden has become uh, a member in the White House, over 330,000 deaths from COVID in the United States have happened. If Sleepy Creepy thinks that no president should stay in the White House if you have that many deaths on your hand, well, since he has 110,000 more deaths on his hands than Trump had, maybe he should exit the White House. Take Kamala and the rest of that gang of misfits with you as well. Why don't all of you get out so we can have a little bit of sanity back in the United States? These people are world-class idiots. I don't know if any of you remember on the campaign trail, Joe Biden swore that he was going to defeat this virus. Well, I'd like to let you know, since I started the podcast here, um, I just got an alert in. Apparently, there are now multiple uh, cases of the Omicron variant that just popped up in New York. (laughs) Big surprise. Now, Joe Biden did make you some promises on the campaign trail. And I would like to ask anybody who is a moderate, a liberal, anybody, uh, did he live up to his promise? I'm going to remind you of his promises right now. What I would say is I'm going to shut down the virus, not the country. I'm not going to shut down the country. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'll shut down the virus, not the economy. I'm going to shut down the virus. Once we shut down the virus, I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm not going to shut down the country, but I'm going to shut down the virus. So, did he live up to his campaign promise? Did he shut down the virus? Did he shut it down? (laughs) It's so dumb. Did he shut down the virus? Apparently not. It's just spreading like wildfire. The Delta Delta came in and supposedly spread like wildfire. And now the Omicron's here. And oh my God, the big bag Omicron. It's going to get everybody. It's going to spread like wildfire. It's now in four states. Get ready. And him telling you he's not going to lock you down? No, of course not. They're only trying to, by force vaccinating you, force you out of jobs, force kids out of school. He's considering putting people in their homes for up to seven days after travel and have you monitored by some type of federal agency. Oh, that sounds real positive. No, he's not going to do anything bad. He's going to shut down the virus. He's not going to hurt you. He's not going to shut down the country. Sure. I love liars. My favorite people. They're so easily caught. All right, on to something uh, new or old, but definitely worth continuing to pay attention to because it's dangerous. 
Reports are coming in that Beijing is using extradition to force hundreds of Taiwanese into China. What's happening here is China's government is effectively hunting Taiwanese and deporting them back to China. Uh, Safeguard Defenders has documented over 600 cases between 2016 and 2019 of Taiwan nationals abroad who have been extradited or deported from countries across Asia, Africa, and Europe. The report released on November 30th states, however, they have not returned to Taiwan. Under increasing pressure from Beijing, foreign governments are instead forcibly sending them to the People's Republic of China. These people are not being allowed to speak with the Taiwan government nor family members. Uh, Taiwan is a sovereign island located off of China's southeastern coast. And the Chinese Communist Party wants the province back. And they vowed to reunify the island to China. Taiwan's defense minister, Tai Pai, warned that China was capable of staging a full-scale invasion within the next four years. Supposedly by 2025, it will be cost-effective for China to start uh, war, more or less, and try to take over the island. They did do some demonstrations in October, if you remember, on the 1st, 2nd, and 4th. China set a record-breaking 149 aircraft, including Chinese fighter jets and bombers, to penetrate Taiwan's air defense identification zone. And they also did aggressive drills to show and flaunt their power. It's very concerning. Uh, One of the main reasons is we do a lot of trading with Taiwan. Taiwan supplies us electrical machinery and equipment, uh, machinery including computers, plastics, plastic articles. They also do optical, technical, and medical apparatuses. They do vehicles, iron, steel, organic chemicals, articles of iron or steel, mineral fuels, including oil, and copper. One of the biggest things that they make, they are pretty much just about the main place to get them is those pesky little car chips that everybody's missing right now, which is why you're not driving vehicles, why they can't sell you new vehicles because they don't have the chips. Another reason that this is alarming, while China is continuing to build and get ready for a full-scale invasion, you did notice that they said they would be ready by 2025. Well, Lord and behold, we our next election is in November of 2024, and we will not have a new president until 2025. By that time, it may be too late. If China was to take over Taiwan, you have to realize that that part of the world makes the majority of the chemicals that are in your medications. Uh, They make the majority of all of our computer items, all of our microchips, uh, all those things come out of there. So what ends up happening is we're at their mercy. And that's a place you never want to be. You want to talk about mercy. Look what the idiot in the White House is doing. We've spoke about this. He's begged on more than one occasion OPEC to reduce the price of oil. When it's as simple as him just reversing his executive orders and allowing us to get energy independent once again. You're begging other countries that are in it for themselves. They don't have any interest in helping us. The only time that they want to deal with us is to leech off of us. And then once they get what they need and they get rolling full steam, 
than when you have idiots like Joe Biden in the White House empowering them and feeding them as much money and profit as they can, then we become obsolete to them. They no longer need us because now they're self-sustaining and then they're going for the gold. They want to be number one. They want to be the best nation in the world. And that's what's happening right now. As Joe Biden is dwindling us down, they are rising. We are falling and they are rising. They are energy independent. As a matter of fact, China this year alone has built more coal factories than it ever had in history. Uh, Russia is making and producing more oil than it ever has because Joe Biden let them open their pipeline back up. These people are rising. These countries are rising because we have we a lack of leadership. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> a poor leadership, sure. Lack of leadership, absolutely. He's completely absent from the job. I, I mean, he's not even there mentally. Hell, he's barely there physically. I mean, have you seen this guy walk around? He don't look like he walks too good. He's pretty slow. He's 78, 79 years old. I don't know what his birthday is. Don't really care. But I mean, you're getting up around 80 years old. I think we can do a little bit better. There are plenty of guys and gals in their late 70s and 80s that are pistols. They're on the ball. They're sharp. They don't miss a beat. He's not one of them. This guy is struggling cognitively, seriously. And because of that, people like China are going to do what they're going to do. You don't think China's going after Taiwan? They absolutely are, just like they went after Hong Kong. China is rising. China is of huge concern to us. They're a competitor. They should be our enemy. But when you're playing with the Democratic Party now, this new left that wants socialism, that wants communism, then to them, they more idolize them, that they want to be like China. We want to create this crony capitalism. We want to uh, you know, have full control over everybody's lives. That's what they idolize. So a place like China, they're going to let China be China and do what China wants to do. Taiwan is in serious danger. And we all have to pay attention. I don't think Joe will do anything about it. I know that he had come out at one point and said that he would stop an attack if China attacked Taiwan. I don't personally believe it. That would be the equivalent of me believing that Joe Biden is never going to sniff anybody's hair again. (laughs) We know that ain't happening. The guy's probably got his nose all the way deep buried in somebody's head right now, inhaling as much uh, dandruff as he can. You know what I mean? He's a dirtbag. He's a low life. He's Joe Biden. So is he going to help out Taiwan? You're going to go by his word? Yeah. Every word that he has ever given to us, he has broken. Anything he has ever said, he's been caught lying. So I don't trust anything that that man says. And Taiwan, that's going to be an issue coming up probably sooner than 2025. Because if I'm realizing that you're going to have a new president by 2025 and China will have to probably deal with somebody, let's just say in a perfect world, President Trump's back in action. He's up on top again. He's the president again. He ain't going to stand for that. You don't think that the Chinese Communist Party don't know that? They're going to look at that and say, we got to get this done before 2025 while Sleepy Creepy's on the watch. My God, you imagine you're talking three years from now. Look at how the guy struggles right now. What do you think he's going to be like three years from now? In a vegetative state, they're going to roll him out in a a wheelchair and he's just going to give a little head bob and a hand wave and that's about it. (laughs) I mean, where are we going to be three years from now with this guy? 
You think he cares what's going to be happening in Taiwan? Do you think he would even know what Taiwan is by then? I seriously doubt it. Something to pay attention to. Now the Maxwell trial, or Ma- yeah, Max, Maxine. I was going to say Maxine. Ma- the Maxwell trial is going on right now. No reporters are allowed in. Some information's coming out. You're not getting a whole lot coming out of there right now. Just little bits and pieces stuff that we kind of already knew. Um, waiting to see what happens there. The Smollett <laughs> trial's out. I don't see how this guy doesn't get accused and found guilty of what he did. I mean, they have video footage, for God's sake, of them doing a practice run. <laughs> I mean, what more do you need than that? You also have the trial going on for the dirt bag that ran everybody over in the Christmas parade who is saying that he feels he's being demonized and be and being dehumanized. Uh, and <laughs> you're a monster. Yeah, you were more than happy to plow through and kill white people. Supposedly, you ran over your baby mama as well. So, uh, yeah, you aren't human. So if you're being dehumanized, guess what? <laughs> it's what it is. But there's a lot going on. It's busy. We'll see what happens over the rest of the weekend. If anything good pops up, I will uh, probably be tweeting it out more than anything. I would also like to let you know that after the first of the year, I'm getting prepared because it's a lot more work for me. But after the first of the year, I am going to be going to five days a week, Monday through Friday, because I just feel like so much gets away from me from the time I record on a Monday to the time I record on a Thursday and everything in between is erupting. And by the time I get to it, it's kind of like old news. So I'd like to be a little bit quicker and on top of things. So you should see my format change for videos as well. I'm going to do a whole new video deal. I think I'm just going to do go back to doing the whole podcast on a video cast. So if you like watching rather than listening, then You'll have that option, but that won't happen until after the first of the year. I got to get everything uh, organized. Besides that, hope you like what you're listening to. If you do, please rate and review me. Five star would be awesome. Leave a nice little uh, note. That would be great as well. Uh, if you'd like to reach out to me, littlejocc.com. Go to the contact section. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter, I am at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N. If you'd like to follow me on Gab or Parlor, I am at the Real Little Joe. If you'd like to follow me on Cloud Hub, I am at Little Joe CC. Otherwise, I hope you have a beautiful Friday, a wonderful weekend, and we will do it again on Tuesday. <laughs>